The best way to learn a language? Immersion. Living where the language is spoken and using it every day. But if that's not in the cards this year, you can still learn a language the second best way. And that's with Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste hours on apps that don't really help you speak the language. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts and help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Babbel's designed by real people for real conversations, and their tips and tools are approachable, accessible, rooted in real-life situations, and delivered with conversation-based teaching, so you're ready to practice what you've learned in the real world. Here's a special limited-time deal for our listeners. Right now, get up to 60% off your Babbel subscription at babbel.com slash bluewire. That's 60% off at babbel.com slash bluewire, spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash bluewire. Rules and restrictions apply. And welcome back, everybody, to another episode of MLB DFS Quick Hits, your Tuesday, July 5th edition. Doing an early morning recording since uh, the 4th of July last night. Got home late, did not feel like doing one. So here are bright and early for you on your Tuesday to break down a 12-game slate on tap for you guys have a great 4th of July, safe, fun, friendly uh, day for everybody out there. And uh, is ready to kick off another week of action here on Tuesday, 12-game slate. You can find me on Twitter at BDentrick if you have any questions. Hit me up on uh, Twitter or in the Fantasy DGNs Discord. We have some fun there as well. Give the podcast rate, review on iTunes. I truly would appreciate it. Or go check out the Fantasy DGNs YouTube channel. Give it the old thumbs up if you're watching the live video. That would be great as well. Venture with Bubba coming at you at least twice a week, uh, three times this week. Uh, you got Tuesday night, Bubba and Batflip recording for a recap in the weekend fab. So that should be another fun one as always. So go check that out as well. All right, 12 games. Slate. Let's check out the totals. We've got some high totals on this slate. Washington, Philadelphia, nine and a half. Texas, Baltimore, nine and a half. Rays, Red Sox, nine and a half. That one actually surprises me a bit. Guardians, Tigers, nine. Cardinals, Braves, nine and a half. Royal Astros, eight. Cubs, Brewers, eight and a half. Twins, White Sox, nine and a half. Blue Jays, A's, eight. Giants, Diamondbacks, nine and a half. Rockies, Dodgers, eight and a half. So some very big totals. On this slate, let's get to the pitching that we're going to look to use on this slate. Nick Pavetta is 10-3, highest-priced pitcher. I get it. I like Nick Pavetta. Not sure I want to pay that. The only caveat I will give you is he's facing Tampa Bay, who over the past month has out 25.5% of the time versus right-handed pitching with a 98 WRC+. plus. So you can use Pavetta if you like. It's just a steep price tag for a guy who's been very good of late, but he's also coming off a couple like average outings at best against Toronto and Cleveland. Only allowed two runs in each, but only struck out five and four. If he's not getting the strikeouts, he's not going to pay off that 10-3. So be careful with Nick. I guess in tournaments you could use him. I'd rather use Jamison Tyon at $10,000 at the Pittsburgh Pirates. Tyon should be very popular in the matchup, but he's he's about as consistent as Pavetta, so keep that in mind. But better matchup with Pittsburgh than Tampa Bay. Pittsburgh striking out about almost 26% of the time with a 212 batting average and 91 WRC plus versus righties this past month. So if I had to pick between the two, give me Jamison Tyon. But I think it'll be a night where you just kind of save on pitching the hitting. There's going to be tons of hitting with those totals you saw there. There's going to be tons of value on a 12-game slate. 
but uh, I'm looking to probably save a few bucks here. Like if anything, 9,500 bucks for Luis Garcia at home against the Kansas City Royals, a Royals team that went to Pound Town against Jake Odorizzi on Monday. Shocker. But you got um, Garcia coming on three straight starts of five innings or more, three runs or less, five Ks or more. That's what you're looking for. 23 or more points in two of those three games, which would be very solid at twenty five hundred or at 9,500 bucks. And they get a Kansas City Royals team striking out 21% of the time with a 92 WRC plus first right-handed pitching this past month. So you're looking at teams, if you're looking at team stats in their splits, very similar to Pittsburgh, very similar to Tampa Bay, a lot cheaper pitcher at home. Uh, so Garcia would probably be my pay-up spot at 9500 bucks if I'm looking to do so on this slate. Michael Kopech's a guy I love the stuff, but the inconsistencies are just unrosterable in DraftKings. So it's just it's very because it's always too expensive. So that, that's a shame. I'll pass on Ian Anderson as well. Cal Quantrill's the interesting one. This is a guy that I came into the season big fan of because the way he finished last season, Kato Walks increased last season. Uh, started out the season pitching to contact a ton again. He's striking out a little more here. He's getting about four per game consistently. He goes deep into games. He's just not racking up the DK points. He is facing Detroit though. It's a bad slate. It's always why I'm mentioning him. Detroit striking out 23% of the time versus Rogers with a 103 ISO and a 79 WRC plus of late. So, like, Wantrill at 8,300 bucks just to really pitch his butt and probably pitch seven plus innings or somehow get the strikeouts. He's got to do one of two. He's either going to have to go deep in the game or he's going to have to somehow find the strikeouts. He's 8,300 bucks. It's a steep price tag, but a great matchup if you're inclined to go there. Like I said, I don't love it because you look at Plesak yesterday, he's been pitching much better. He had three Ks. So if Quantrill's not getting the strikeouts, it's going to be very troublesome. But 8300 bucks on this slate in that matchup, he's definitely in play. Probably one of your better values on this slate is going to be Yusei Kikuchi at 7800 bucks at Oakland. Very inconsistent pitcher. I get it. But he's coming off a gym against Tampa Bay. Six innings, one run, eight Ks. He's had five or more Ks, three straight starts, which is great. He's also had hiccups in his starts. But um, it's all about the, the the pitch usage, the pitch mix usage for him. And more importantly, it's just the kind of go-to we go to every time because it's so true. He's facing the Oakland Athletics. They're striking out 21.5% of the time versus lefties this past month. But more importantly, a 206 batting average against a 110 ISO and a 71 WRC+. plus. The Oakland Athletics are horrific offensively. And now you get Yusei Kikuchi at 7800 bucks. Really good spot on this slate. Kyle Hendricks is always tournament viable because he is a legitimate boom or bust pitcher on the slate. 23 last time, 29 time before, 419, which would work for 7600 bucks. Three minus 0. 0.6 minus 310, 35. Boom or bust with Kyle Hendricks. Now he gets Milwaukee. Not a great matchup. Good, good offense, but they're striking out 23% of the time versus righties this past month. But they do have 202 ISO and a 115 WRC+. Plus. So Hendricks in tournaments at 76, I get but just no, boom or bust. Mitch White would be a fun one at seventy four hundred bucks. He's at home against the Colorado Rockies. Went four and two thirds last time. He's up to eighty pitches. Uh, they kind of bumped him five pitches or so every start. So if we can get eighty five out of him, that'd be tremendous. He's facing the Colorado Rockies, which is a team striking out almost twenty one percent of the time. We're trying to pitching this past month uh, with a seventy six WRC plus. So I don't mind Mitch White again. It's just, can he go deep enough? Can he get me at least five innings? That's the question. This Pitching on this slate is bad. You're just going to like take some chances and hope. And if you're looking at matchups, Mitch White's got a great matchup. Can he go deep enough? I don't know. That's the tough part in this scenario. A few other options for you here. It's 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 bad. It's bad the farther down here you go. It's going to be completely honest with you. Austin Voth at 63 is the one you could look at. 
He's coming off a three inning, one earned run, two Ks his last time out. He's getting three. He's getting stretched out. Let's put it that way. He went, he went 47, now 62 pitches his last outing. He was a long man in the bullpen. They're stretching him out. At that rate, we're hoping for 70 to 75 against the Texas team. That's a boomer bust offense, striking out 23.5% of the time versus right handed pitching this past month. They do have a 170 ISO and a 108 WRC. Plus. So it's very risky, but thought that 63 is a guy you can look at. The other one would be Spencer Howard at 5700 bucks at Baltimore. Like I don't mind a Texas or a Baltimore stack at all, but I also see the appeal of these young arms. Spencer Howard got stretched out to 51 pitches his last time, so you're hoping for like 65 at 57. This is risky. Pitching is horrific on this slate, like very, very bad. So if you have to, don't mind tying up top. I'm looking like Luis Garcia. Cal Quantrill is an argument for Yusei Kikuchi, Kyle Hendricks, Mitch White. It is very bad. Like pretty much Luis Garcia and Kikuchi will be my single entry. The best way to learn a language? Immersion. Living where the language is spoken and using it every day. But if that's not in the cards this year, you can still learn a language the second best way. And that's with Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste hours on apps that don't really help you speak the language. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts and help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Babbel's designed by real people for real conversations, and their tips and tools are approachable, accessible, rooted in real-life situations, and delivered with conversation-based teaching so you're ready to practice what you've learned in the real world. Here's a special limited time deal for our listeners. Right now, get up to 60% off your Babbel subscription at Babbel.com slash BlueWire. That's 60% off at Babbel.com slash BlueWire, spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash BlueWire. Rules and restrictions apply. Play, and it does not make you feel warm and fuzzy at all on this slate. With pitching this bad, let's talk about the bats on this on this one. Good God, it's bad. Catcher's position here. You can go Will Smith versus Ramon Marquez if you so choose. Don't care at all. But Alejandro Kirk at $4,900. we are looking at target Martinez of Oakland yet again. Uh, JT Romito gets a Spino. Pitch to contact the Spino. JT's 48. So both really good spots there. Uh, going to the low fours and into the three. If you don't want to play Voss to Vaughn, Jonah, Jonah Heim at 43 or Mitch Garver at 42 for Texas. Both are really good looks for you there uh, in that matchup. Below 4K now, you got William Contreras versus Palante. Uh, don't mind that at 39 Hundo. Um, Omar Narvaez, if you are fading Kyle Hendricks at 37. Narvaez went deep on Monday, so he's a guy you can take a peek at as well. Low threes, you got Jose Trevino against Jose Hanna at 3100 bucks. Don't mind that as of a discount. Uh, below 3K, though. Uh, you usually will find a sub here like Martin Maldonado at 27. I used, I love playing him like 2K, 27 feet, but it is pitch to contact Granky. So uh, if you want to go there, you can. Look at Ryan Jeffers at 23. If you're punting, I don't hate it. Austin wins if he gets to start for the Giants at 2300 bucks for uh, uh, Gilbert. That is definitely a punt you can make at the uh, catcher's position. Other than that, uh, Carson Kelly against Alex Wood at 2K. Kelly. Loves hitting lefties in his career. Bad season. Might be up a little bit, though. So 2K for Carson Kelly versus Alex Wood. Not that shabby. I Carson Kelly at 2K and Coors all week and long. That was a fun one for sure. First base position for you here. You got uh, Goldie at 53. Always in play. No problem there. Freddie Freeman not too shabby. 
uh, but some other cheapies. I like some uh, Matty Olson against Palante at 46, still too cheap. You got Roddy Tellez at 45 if you're on the Fate Hendricks train. Jose Abreu went deep on Monday, 44 versus Archer. So as nice as some of the payup spots are at first base, you definitely got some like like $1,000 cheaper options that are very, very formidable with Olsen, Telez, Abreu. Reese Hoskins versus Spino at 42 is outstanding. Like Hoskins is on fire, wrote him up in a couple articles already this week. A uh, dude's just crushing baseballs for over the last month and in a really good spot there versus Jose uh, against Espino. So Hoskins at 43 is one of my like, – I actually like to play a lot at that price point for how he's hitting the baseball. If you're fading Chris Archer, Andrew Vaughn at 4K is not too shabby, but I'd rather go 3800 bucks for Nathaniel Lowe against Austin Voth. So it's like lease. Then you want to save some more cash, go to Nathaniel Lowe. Uh, I'm liking both of those scenarios for sure. If you're going down to the lower threes, Kevin Biggio has been swinging a pretty decent bat. If you want to get some Toronto action against Martinez, Biggio's first base, second base eligible at 3,200. We love Darren Ruff versus left-handed pitching. He's first base outfield versus Gilbert at 3,100. So he could be a punt for you either at first base or the outfield. Uh, below 3K now, you got the Tommy Listellas. I'm not looking to go there for sure, but I want to see where our boys are at. I don't think DK's priced them up yet. I'm very surprised by this. Torque at 2K, but where's my boys? I don't see them. Let me just do the easy way here. Let's uh, just hit on the buttons. Uh, Derek Hall is $2,700 versus Spino for Philadelphia, but I prefer Reese Hoskins. But if you just need to stay screw it and punt, you're not using Reese. $2,700 for Derek Hall is just fine. He is literally the boomer bust thing on the slate. And then our other dog, Vinny Pascantino, is $2,200 versus um, Garcia. So keep that in mind as well. Not sure I love it because I like Garcia quite a bit today. But uh, Pascantino, 22, is a boomer bust GPP play. Same with Derek Hall. Not much place, but some other values for you on this slate. Uh, second base, Jose Altuve at 58. expensive, but a great play versus Zach Granke. If you're going to go high, Marcus Simeon at 51 is a phenomenal play as well versus Austin Vaught, the way he's swinging the bat. If you want to go below the 5K range, though, gets a little murkier. Jorge Polanco, maybe at 43. Isaac Paredes, or Isak Paredes, sorry, potentially. But Wilmer Flores at 41 versus Gilbert. We love Flores versus the lefty. Yeah, Glaber Torres versus Jose Quintana. Quintana's got to slow down eventually, right? Glaber at 4K is one to look at. Andres Jimenez is swinging a really good bat. If you don't believe in Hutchinson, Jimenez at 39 is a good value on this one. So I don't mind that. Christopher Morell at second base outfield for Chicago at 35. Had a big week last week. He could be a value. Same with Luis Urias. He had a week for Milwaukee. He's 32 versus Kyle Hendricks. Josh Harrison is heating up. He's 3K versus Archer. So you got some value at second base for sure if you don't want to pay all the way to the top on this one. But Jonathan Scope, had a decent day on Monday. He's 27 versus Quantrill. So he's always a – I always at least look at him. I don't always play him. Prefer him versus a lefty, but – he is a value because I believe there are some outliers that are pointing to a heating up for him at some point in time. Third base position, you got Devers, always worth a look, but uh, you got Arenado at 52, really good spot. J-Ram at 49 is outstanding versus Hutchinson. That's like he's J-Ram does not get the love he does. I know he's like, quote-unquote, in a slump for J-Ram's standards, but he does not deserve to be priced like that. Bregman at 48 versus Granky. I always love him, Granky. No problem there. Patrick Wisdom in tournaments at 44. Don't mind. And Evan Longoria at 53 is a nice tournament play versus Gilbert. The Giants are not going to be owned because they've just been horrific play. It's a great diverse Gilbert. I'm not saying they're going to do it because they have been horrific. Trust me, as a Giants fan, I have witnessed this too much lately. But 
great matchup versus Gilbert. You got like the roughs, the Floreses, the Longos. Really good matchups there versus uh, Gilbert to keep an eye on. Jake Berger at 4K against Archer. I like a little bit as well. Um, going below 4K, I got Ryan McMahon, but I'm not looking to fade Mitch White. I'll kind of pass on that one. Um, not a ton down here. Yoaman Bada's 29 if you think he's he, he's such a boomer bust. He's such a, having a horrible year, but like he put up five points yesterday, 0 10. He's 2,900 bucks versus Archer. I get it if you need to punt. I just don't think you need to. I, every position, there's other punts on this slate that I'd probably look at before I go to Yoan Moncada, y'all. Shortstop, you got Dansby at 59. It's crazy good. Uh, Trey Turner's just fine. Don't mind that. Bo Bichette at 54 is a nice one as well. Corey Seager, if you're stacking Texas, you use Corey Seager. You do not use him as a one-off, but if you're stacking, sure. Timmy Anderson, I said yesterday at 44, is too cheap. He's at the 5,000 now. That's more like where he should be on this slate. If you are going Cleveland, a Med Rosario at 47 is in play for you as well. Jeremy Pena at 43 just pitched to contact Granky. That's a good price tag. Usually there's not a lot of savings at shortstop. That's not too bad. You got Neil Cruz down here at 3,900, striking out like 43% of the time. But when he hits it, he hits it very, very hard. Keep him in mind. And then other than that, as usual, shortstop is a wasteland. Absolute wasteland down below. Outfield on this wonderful slate. Aaron Jezris Quintana, yes. Buxton went deep on uh, Monday. He's always worth a play, but Kopech is challenging. Ronald Cunha Jr. at 61 is very nice. Don't mind that at all. Jordan Alvarez at 6K versus Granky might be the best payup spot on the outfield position. Like that a lot at 6K. Going down cheaper, though. You got Cedric Mullins up to 55. I loved when we were playing him so cheap, but still a good spot. Great matchup there versus Spencer Howard, but a very steep price point. Love Kyle Schwarber at 5300 bucks versus Spino. That's a great play. That's a really good play. Kyle Tucker at 52 is a good value. Lou Bob, don't mind him at all at 51. That's why it's so hard to pay all the way up to 6K for those guys when you got some really, really good looks here in the low 5K range. And then it gets even better because it's a deep outfield position on a 12-game slate. Brian Reynolds is not too shabby at 48. Uh, you got Jaron Duran at 46, probably not this slate. Nelson Cruz has been horrible, but 4500 bucks for some very hittable lefty is intriguing. DraftKings did not fix their error. They fixed the Tim Anderson error. They did not fix the Mookie Betts error. He's only 4400 He is definitely a cash game lock, and you play him elsewhere. So I like Mookie Betts at 44 That's a great spot as well. Um, going down farther in the 4K range, you could go Ozuna against Palante at 42 if you're stacking Atlanta. He's in play for that. Ian Happ potentially at 41 if you're stacking up Chicago. Below 4K, Juan Yepes at 3800 bucks. Good tournament look for you in that one. Nick Castellanos is down to 3800 bucks. The dude's going to start hitting eventually. That's a great, great play in a tournament versus Bino and his pitch to contact skills. So I like that quite a bit. Lourdes Gurriel Jr. swinging a very good bat over doing it at 3600 So he's a good value. Christopher Morrell mentioned him at 35 as a value play for you. Uh, Michael Harris, the second of Atlanta at 32 is a great value, especially because you can do the wraparound stack. He hits ninth, then you can wrap him around. So that's a good spot as well. Other plays in this 3K range. You got the Frandamil. He's starting to heat up. He's 3,200 bucks. So he mentioned it. He's too cheap. He's going to really start popping off. And he's very, very cheap. So enjoy that. Um, some others down here when you get below 3K, it's going to be uh, bleak, but Kevin Sheets potentially at 2,700 bucks in a tournament for a value play. Don't have a problem with that. Harold Ramirez swinging it well, but I'm not looking to fade Nick Pavetta. But if you are at 2700, he's worth a look for you. Um, other than that, you'll find some guys here and there. Like maybe Hummel gets a good spot in the lineup for Arizona if you need to get weird. But on a 12 game slate, I don't think you need to get that weird. 
Uh, Robbie Grossman, if for some reason you're stacking Detroit, he's in play at 26, but I'm not looking to play him by himself. I'd rather play Riley Green at 2,500 bucks by himself or a part of a stack. That's a really good guy with Riley Green leading off against Cal Quantrill. Uh, Nick Kopech, Nick Gordon brings value versus Kopech at 2,300 bucks. Then other than that, nothing really at this point in time, unless we see lineups that really like go boom. I got to play this guy. Jake Meyer at 2100 bucks could be a nice value versus Granky, especially if you're stacking Houston. But even like it's just a one off, don't hate the Jake Myers value versus Granky, just not one I'm absolutely in love with, but I get it for sure. Recapping your pitching, it's dreadful. Like Pavetta and Tyon are really in arms, just not feeling like paying up for them. If I am, I'm paying for Tyon. But Luis Garcia is my pay up spot at 9500 you could go Cal Quantrill if you want an 83. I'd rather go Yusei Kikuchi at 78. Kyle Hendricks is risky, uh, but he's in play. Mitch White, if he can give us at least five innings, isn't bad. It's, it's a bad pitch and slate, guys. Really bad. And if you have to punt, Austin Voth and Spencer Howard, but I don't love either, especially because they're not stretched out. So it's pretty much Garcia and Kikuchi is where I'm looking to plant my flag on this slate. And it's bad. It's really, really bad. Uh, the bats are looking to stack. I'd mind Texas or Baltimore. I prefer the um, Texas side versus Voth, but both – very much in play in this one. Give me some uh, Philadelphia bats versus Spino. I like that one a lot. Really want to look at that. Uh, Cleveland, Detroit's interesting. I don't mind either side. Not running to play them. I don't mind them at all. Atlanta's always worth a look, especially against Palante, but still not as much as my uh, Philadelphia is still on the first few games is my favorite stack on the slate. Um, but some other options for you. You can go Houston if you want. Um, the Giants versus Gilbert's very enticing. I like Toronto quite a bit on this slate as well. And then the White Sox versus Archer, but uh, by far Philadelphia is my favorite stack on this slate, and we'll kind of build around that. There's ways to build lots of value, like we talked about. Want we'll to see how the lineups come out to really get a good feel on what else to take place on this slate. But that'll do it, folks. Another edition of Quick Gets in the Books. I'm on Twitter at Pediatric. If you have any questions, hit me up there or join us in the free Fantasy DGNs Discord. Also, if you give the podcast a rate review on iTunes, I'd appreciate it, or give it the old thumbs up on the YouTube as you watch it. That'd be great as well. But for now, that'll do it, folks. MLB DFS Quick Hits, your Tuesday, July 5th edition in the books. I'm out.